I'm not sure if this is working or not or what we're doing. Who knows what we're doing here? Have you any idea? Not me, no. Oh, I see no. something in the corner. It is me. Hold on. Let's see if we can have, uh, put the thingy out first. Here we go. Let's try the logo, see if that works. Hello. Uh, yay, I finally worked out how to use all the buttons. Uh, we've just won 4 1. Uh, joining me from the America is Mike. How are you doing, Mike? I am very, very well that. And hopefully, joining us walking or in the car on the way home, fresh out the game, Charlie. Okay, Good afternoon, me, guys. Evening, shall I say. How are we? Hello, I mate. How are you? Yeah, can mate. Are you allowed yeah, to see It was really good. Yeah? It was good. It was really nice to be back in there. Good little atmosphere until the stewards told everyone to sit down. But other than that, oh, it, was, uh, yeah, it was very enjoyable. Like, you were getting told to sit down? Oh, it was a bit stupid. Everyone was standing up the whole ground. And then, uh, yeah. yeah, they come out and told everyone to sit down. Hey, I don't think I don't think you get coronavirus if you sit down, Charlie. I think that's what it is. It's, you only get coronavirus. Yeah, I think that's what they were saying, Mike, to be fair, mate. Ridiculous, yeah. huh? To, to, be, to be fair, though, for two, for 2,000 in the ground, you could, I mean, the, the thing was a lot more, it was a lot stronger in the first half, uh, but you could still, you could still hear, you know, there wasn't sort of, moment, there wasn't too many periods of sort of no singing, really, which is quite impressive, really. No, the atmosphere was good to be fair. I'm not, I mean, there's only obviously small amounts of people, but it was good singing. Everyone was singing songs. I wanted a good atmosphere on it. It was nice to be fair, mate. It was good to be back. Nice one. Nice one. Right, well, we'll get to the game. Mike, uh, I mean, obviously, everyone hopefully has seen the game anyway. Uh, who impressed you tonight, Mike? Well, more like who didn't impress me as far as getting some form back, but I suppose the one that stands out simply because I didn't really see it coming. I saw some green shoots in the last game was Lacazette. And Charlie might be able to tell us where exactly he was playing. Was it was he at like the left side of a 4-3-3 in midfield or a second striker? Because he, um, he I suppose he was a second striker, but he was awfully deep. Um, but I loved his, his, I mean, his whole game, his subtlety in particular. I didn't know Lacazette had subtlety with his weighted passes and his creativity. And it made me think that um, myself and Clive Palmer have been talking for a while that the Lacazette isn't really a centre forward. And I know that sounds bold and ridiculous, I suppose, because because he's played there most of his life. But you look at his qualities and you look at what he does tonight and he, and he struggles in so many areas as a centre forward. But he didn't look like he struggled in any area there tonight because he had a bit more space and time. So um, there's a thought. But what did Charlie think about Lacazette's actual position? 
Yeah, anyway, little, little no, no, I tend to agree with you, Mike. I think he was. Um, I think he was. He was. He, he was good. He was all over the place, dropping deep, getting the ball, getting out wide. I thought he. Uh, I thought it was a very improved performance from him. And I know he's been getting a bit of stick lately from people. And he'd done a couple of things. He scored early goal, and everyone was singing his name. The whole crowd, or all two thousand of us. And he definitely appreciated it. He kept putting his hands up, clapping the crowd. So hopefully that performance and bit of love he got tonight gives him a bit of confidence down into Sunday. Yeah, can I add one more, Gav? Yeah, go on. Um, you know, Lacazette um, gets my nod because I didn't really see that level of performance coming at all. But um, and I wrote about this last night, and it was actually posted 45 minutes before kickoff. So I, I'm. Uh, I wrote about Ainsley Maitland-Niles as a midfielder and, you know, with Jacqueline's device disappointing and not just, just not having the athletic capabilities to play modern-day Premier League football, maybe no, not through any result uh, fault of their own, Ainsley Maitland-Niles needed to play midfield and I wrote about it and it was posted before the game and, again, Charlie would have got a closer look. But the man was everywhere and he offers, he offers so many more modern qualities that you need in the Premier League with his athleticism, his power, his, uh, his composure, his, his desire to go forward, not backwards, his unpredictability. That My favourite moment was when he, um, I, I'm not sure if it was the third goal or, or yeah, maybe it was when he, he sprinted about 40 yards diagonally across the field to overlap Pepe and get in the final third from central midfield and cross it in. Maybe that was Smith Rowe's goal. But I'm telling you, Jack and Tavares would never even think to do that, let alone athletically as a midfielder, be able to make that run beyond the ball to do that. And I think Arsenal, whether he is the long-term solution as a central midfielder or not, that can be debated. But right now, in December and in January, maybe until we get a more athletic midfielder, I don't think Arsenal have got a choice because I think that he could be a top-level midfielder, but he's never, ever been given a chance because his profile is almost exactly what you want. But, I mean, who knows if I'm right or if somebody else is right or wrong because he's never been given the chance. It's just like once or twice a season, the maximum. So I'm thrilled that he played there. Yeah, I mean, going back to going back to the Lacazette one. Sorry to dive in on this one before we uh, move off Lacazette. Me and Chris had a chat. Uh, oh, it must have been about two two weeks ago or something like that. And I said the mad thing is, is when we go to a like playing quarterback, why don't we start Lacazette in the sort of like the? It, it's almost like a hybrid eight to ten. Yeah. Like position. Uh, he's eight when we when we haven't got the ball, and he's ten when we have got the ball. Uh, and me and Chris sort of both sort of started laughing. Really, it was like what a mad idea. And I said, "Well, the positions he's taking up when he should be playing as a nine, that's that's where he is. It's almost like that's where Lacazette feels comfortable in the pitch. And his strike for the first goal. I mean, that Charlie. I mean, you must did you get a decent view of that, Charlie? From where, where were you sitting, Charlie? Uh, I was sitting in block 18, so like if you, I mean, I was at, right at the side of it. I was actually in line of where he stri- stroke it. Oh. As soon as it left his foot, though, you knew it was going in. The power oh. and the speed of it just went fast straight back the net. Lovely. Um, yeah. I, I was happy. I was so happy he got his goal. To be fair, I think he need, he'd been on a bit of lack of confidence at the minute, and uh, I, I, yeah, he looked at a, a new purpose tonight. The way he was running about, a lot of energy, going deep, getting the ball. I um. 
Yeah, very pleasing for him. And when he come off, he looked very happy with coming off. Normally he comes off, doesn't he? He looks like he got the young. But no, he looks a lot more. His attitude looked very good tonight. And uh, it's pleasing to see. Do you think, I mean, do you, do you, I mean, like I said, well, you know, Mike, give you a chance on this one first. But the, the early goal just, just set us up, didn't it? It could have, been, it could have, like I say, even though they, they come out the blocks and we look quite sharp straight away, but grabbing that early goal, it almost set the tone for the whole of the game. And I don't think, I don't think we, we sort of left them levels the whole game, did we? It was, it was as high levels the whole game. Yeah, but do you know what? I think it's more than that, Gab. I think, of course, you no doubt that your point is is right that uh, an early goal set the tone and it always does and it gives you confidence. It always does. I think it was more than that. I think there must have been a come to Jesus meeting um, after the game because that's what that game looked like. It looked like um, the message was totally different because there were moments in the game and I wrote down a couple because I've got to write about it in a minute, but that. Um, in previous, well, all the previous games of the season, when the ball uh, was there to be taken uh, forward in a Premier League game, it would have been passed backwards and restarted and horseshoed around and passed backwards. Uh, and, and it was taken forwards and taken forwards again. And the whole game, the impetus of the game, again, I'd like to hear Charlie on this rather than myself, but the impetus of the game was forward, 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 backwards, forward, 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 you know, and, and it wasn't, the opposite, which is what we've been seeing. So I don't know what Charlie thinks. I, I, oh, I tend to agree on your previous point, though, Mike, to be fair, mate. With, with Andy, mate, and I was in the middle. He he got he gives us that mobility. He, I know the opposition was not great. It's not Premier League quality. But his actual mobility and the, his energy and the, the way he runs around, covering so much ground in that pitch, yeah. it enables it, it, it us to do that, what you just said. Do you know what I mean? So it's... It was good to see it, and then we know on then they works and runs and runs, and that allowed us to get forward quicker and press and sort of do that sort of work that we we want to be seen us doing, and I think that did come from Maitland Niles and Pepe looked lively again tonight. I thought I thought he looked very lively. Yeah. He wanted to beat players. He actually started out on the left, which is left footed, so it's a different option for him. He doesn't always got to cut back in on his on his stronger foot, so he was going left and right. So it just bit bit different dimensions tonight than normal, and I think that. If that may has come because we've got a bit more mobility in the middle, then I don't know. I mean, I, I, another one I was really impressed with when he came on was Smith Rowe. I know we'll probably go and talk to him. I think we've been crying out for that attacking midfielder that's not doing enough. Every time he got the ball, he got he got his head down, he drove forward, and he yeah. wanted to get forward and try and get stuff going. And uh, that's what we've lacked for a very, very long time this season, which we all moan about a lot. He makes good decisions, Charlie. Yeah, he does. No, he, does. he does. He really does. I think. Obviously, injuries probably plighted him for his career, really, and been a bit, a bit probably held him back a bit. But, um, yeah. I mean, Another going into thing. North London Derby, obviously, you want to play your probably your more experienced and proven players. But if anyone could get, if anyone sort of in the fringes of it, or you want to see it, I wouldn't mind seeing Smith Rowe get a start. I think he's an Arsenal lad, he knows what the game's about. Uh, no one's going to knock him, are they? So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure we go on to Sunday's game in a minute, but tonight I was very impressed with him. Another piece of it, boys, was um, I just want to. Everyone's rewinding, but we're excited. I know it was about about the messaging and and about just the performance itself. If you, if you can just go back three days to Danny Savias against Watford, and then I know he just had a cameo tonight for twenty thirty minutes, but that was a completely different. That was his, like his twin brother, I think. He took 
he wanted the free kick. Again, Charlie might have seen that better than me, but he took it away from somebody else because he wanted to shoot. He took another shot on goal. He created two chances to score. So in about 20 minutes, there's four goal-scoring actions that he's gone through that he wouldn't have even attempted against Wolves. So I think, again, that the message was was very different and clear and that whole behind the scenes, that that interview that Arteta gave to was it the Spanish um, radio station where he said that basically we need five or six more first team players. I'm wondering if he didn't say that to the, the squad itself uh, and say this this is it. This is crunch time. You either do you you step it up and you know and he, his point was you know we need mid- midfielders that score goals. We don't have them. We don't even have them. Let alone you know asking them to do it. We don't. They're not capable of doing it. It was what he's almost saying and. And sometimes I think you need to say that, and you need to offend people to get get a rise out of them. Yeah, no. It... Sorry, I muted myself there, and we thought we walked in, so I muted. Uh, I don't think you can really have a pop at the way Arteta is actually handling the squad at the moment. Uh, we've obviously got players and a squad that isn't as strong as we would like it to be, but. I think he's getting the best tune out of him the majority of the time. We've just got to hope he does that again Sunday. The other thing that was quite nice uh, as a squad, uh, especially obviously with progression in the Europa coming up as well, is we had two centre-backs who haven't played for a very long time coming yeah. back. So we had, we've had Mari coming in, uh, who I believe played the whole game. Yeah. And uh, Chambers come on for about, well, about the last 20, 20 or so minutes. I know Mari scored a goal. Uh, I thought we actually took that well. I thought it was, it, for, it, it was a free header, but he still had to glance it and he still had to put it, and it was bang on, you know, in off the post. Uh, Charlie, I mean, obviously, it's, it's different watching the game in the ground than it is on TV. We all know that. Uh, but I mean, Mari, was he taking up the right sort of positions the whole game or, or was he not really sort of looking at him? No, no, he did. He, defensively in that, he, he did all right. Obviously, there was a couple of times he sort of like let the ball bounce in front of him. It went over his head and stuff like that, which I noticed. Um, which, but he hasn't played for, I don't know, since that Man City game, hasn't he, which was in March. So it's his first yeah. competitive game in six months. Is it March? No, yeah, probably longer than that. Do you know what I mean? So he's going to have time to come back. Do you know what I mean? But as you said, it was a solid performance for him. It gets an easier opposition which is probably nice for him to come into a game like this. And something you do notice at the ground is, obviously, like you can hear everything on the pitch. You hear everyone shouting what they're saying. And I was very impressed with the goalkeeper and how vocal he was. He was so vocal, non-stop talking to defenders, non-stop telling people what to do. And then Callum Chambers was exactly the same when he came on as well. Very loud, talking to people. And you do get to see who the ones are on the pitch who are talking the most when, you, when there's no crowd there like that. Charlie, what was the deal with Arteta? Was Arteta dictating every single pass like he has been, or was he a little more relaxed? Absolutely. Absolutely everything. Really? You can hear from home. Yeah, it was on the opposite side to me, but you, you can always hear him telling people what to do, what, even people not involved on the ball, in around the ball, talking to them. And look, we've all been sort of been. Arteta has come fully under a bit of criticism lately with team selections and all sorts of things that have been going on. He got me given a chance, and I mean, I'm, 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 I know we're all very positive and sort of behind him and want him to do well. And I think it's going to be time. It's going to take time, isn't it? I mean, we we know he won't going to come in straight away. He hasn't had his own personal managing a pre-season. He hasn't had one himself, is he a proper one? This season's been very up in the air, starting again. So we just got to just stick with him, go 
through it. Hopefully, we can get the odd result here and there. Try and stay as close as we can to the top four. And I know, obviously, if we get a result on Sunday against Tottenham, I know as crazy as it sounds, we go five points behind them and they're top of the league. That's how yeah. tight things are at the moment. Everyone's yeah, yeah. going to be beating everyone. Everyone's going to be dropping points. We've just got to be a bit more consistent with these next run of games we've got. And all of a sudden, three wins on the spin puts you right back in it again. Yeah. What, what I noticed, Charlie, especially first half, and like I say, I, one, like I, say I mean, you're in, a, you're in a good position tonight because even though the crowds were quite loud, especially first half, you, you can probably still hear a lot more of the players shouting than you could do if that place was, well, even had 20,000, 30,000 in there, right? But Lacazette was doing a lot of, it looks like he was doing a lot of dictating, uh, especially the first half. You saw a lot of his, his arm going out and pointing, etc., etc. Could you hear him being vocal, just out of interest? Yeah, you could. You could hear him. And obviously being captain as well, you could hear him talking to people. And it was good because he's he's one of our more established, experienced, older players. So that's what you oh. want from him to be doing that. And tonight, first hand, I see that live. And it was, it was, it was positive to see him be like that. Do you know what I mean? And he got rewarded with his goal, which I think he desperately needed. So, for me... I think tonight's result, I know we're sure we go on to Sunday in a minute, but tonight, all in all, was a success for me. It'd be nice to have kept a clean sheet, obviously, but there's a lot of positive performances. The, the, the boys looked fairly sort of buoyant and sort of wanted a bit. We hit the ground early doors running. And if, if, if the honest with you, we wouldn't have been surprised if that would have been six or seven games. There'd be lots of chances. Yeah. They'd keep the play really well, to be fair. I, I thought that. I thought that. I mean, Maitland-Niles was, was unlucky. Eddie was unlucky with another one. Pepe, I think, Pepe should have pulled the trigger a little bit more if he, when he had the opportunity. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, my, my main one is, if someone if, you know, sort of told me that that was 7-1, I would, you know, I'd believe them. Because yeah. we, we, we had the chances. And that's what's the good thing, Mike, is I, don't, I can't remember a game where we've created that many, not just decent chances, we created probably seven, eight, nine clear-cut chances Look, on another day or a bit more clinical finishing. We could have rolled out six, seven, eight tonight, couldn't we? Yeah, well said. Absolutely. And you know what? You know, the the opposition, okay, all right. So we've got Austrian opposition. They're not great. I get that. But to me, it wasn't really that. It was just the attitude. There was a different attitude tonight because I agree. You, you yeah. saw – so many more players moving off the ball. You didn't see the static Premier League team. You saw drive. You saw, and again, the biggest thing for me is those tiny details, which is ball comes into midfield, turn, not pass it backwards. Those little things don't happen in the Premier League. It was the attitude was totally different. So you're right, Gav, six, seven, eight, maybe goals could have been scored. Again, not just chances, clear-cut chances. Balogun had one at the end, but it, was, it wasn't because Rapid Vienna weren't very good. Not to me, anyway. That's part of it. The biggest part was that the, the players changed their attitude. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Right, let's uh, get the elephant out of the room. Let's move on to uh, Sunday. Guys, uh, I'm just about to go through the Blackwall Tunnel. I'll be back what? in three minutes. <laughs> Okay. If you're going south of the water, you're well out of order. <laughs> Three minutes to be back. All right, mate. We'll wait. We'll wait for you before we start the Tottenham chat, Charlie. Please All do. Right. Please do. <laughs> Go on, get out of North London. Go on. 
Oh, bless. Yeah, no, uh, we'll wait for him to come back, Mike, before we go on to the uh, the Tottenham thing. Uh, Reese Nelson. I thought he looked quite lively, to be fair. I, I like the way he... He yeah. doesn't want to do... He, he, he's, he's got one pace, and that's fast forward. And sometimes yeah. it works, sometimes it don't work. But I just like wingers and attacking midfielders that have got that sort of attitude. He just wants to attack. There was no, there's no half pace about him. There's no slowing it down or, or mixed pace. He's just 100% fast forward, isn't he? Yeah, I'm a big fan. I mean, his talent is undeniable. You can see the talent. And for a while, I've sort of called him not quite Nelson because there's so many things he tries and you can see they're just so close to working. There was actually one, I think the keeper came out and he beat the keeper to the ball. Didn't quite work out. Mm. But I feel like he needs a big, big breakthrough moment and then he could fly, Gav, because the talent is there. But and also, we need our coach to trust him. I mean, if he's trusted Willian for all 10 Premier League games when he's only played well in one, he can trust Reese Nelson for five and say, you know what, we're going to sit Willian down, we're going to give you five games, let you breathe. You're not going to be judged uh, too heavily on one or two. We'll let you play five. And I, I think everybody knows that if he was given that that trust, that he could produce a whole lot more attacking um, energy than uh, uh, than William, because as you say, that's he does. He plays it in fast forward. He plays it almost like he's. Um, I think I what I'd, I'd add to yours, Gav, is that I feel like Reese Nelson plays the game with a smile on his face, even though I don't see a smile on his face. Whereas William looks grumpy and upset at all times. And I saw him tonight, even when we're winning, and he looks sour. Uh, but Reese Nelson is the opposite of him, I think. So. Um, Please, please. I wonder if taking him off, Gav, means that he's actually finally going to start him on uh, on Sunday, which would be weird because he hasn't started him in easier games. But he did take him off when he wasn't really needed to be taken yeah, off. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I was to be fair. I mean, I was thinking the same thing when he come off. I mean, he come off. He was the first off around sixty minutes. Yeah, and that's normally the time that you take a player off if you're sort of if they're coming back from injury. Yeah. Or, or you're resting them, especially at that moment we was what three one up or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I th I think it's a fair chance that he might have a big part to play on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think he did himself any harm either. My my issue with him is I love the I love I love his fast forwardness. I love he wants to get the ball. If he can't turn and run, he wants to lay it off quick. And I'm not quite sure whether. His quick layoffs and his first touch is just needs a little bit of refinement. Do you know what I mean? I just want him to sort of really now one. Do you know what I mean? I want him to really sort of like now a crossover for a tapping, or I want him to really now a quick a quick layoff or a quick one too. And I think he's got it in his locker. Yeah, but I I just don't think we're uh, he's. You know them games that we had for about three or four years where it seemed like every pass was a foot short or a foot wide or yeah. a foot behind instead of in front. And that's the that's what I get off Reese Nelson at the moment. And then but when it clicks, it will just click. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that that that's my feeling on him really. Yeah. As technically He's... as I put that mate, I know you, you can probably put that a hell of a lot better than me. 
But do you know what I mean? It just seems like he, there's something just not. He's just a little bit off yeah. of being a very, very good player. Yeah, he's the not quite Nelson, but but he's. I, I'm total agreement, Gav. Give him one or two big moments of fantastic, important assist, a couple of goals. He can bend one in the top corner. I think you'd see him fly, and um, I'm looking forward to that. But I am nervous that he's never going to get the chance to play a, a run of games. <laughs> yeah, no, fair one. Right, are you back? Are you back? Are you back in South London, Charlie? I'm back in the room. I'm back in the room, mate. Literally five minutes now. Now, oh, nice one, nice one. Right. Uh, we just had a little chat about Reese Nelson. Uh, we won't go through that again uh, with yeah. yourself. Uh, obviously, Sunday is the, uh, the the two games that you look forward to and dread at the same time. They're top of the league. We're fourteenth. Uh, who's <laughs> done themselves a favour to be in the starting eleven tonight, Charlie? Definitely Lacazette. Um, I think I don't think he will put start mate the Niles, but I think he played well tonight. I don't think he get I don't think he get the nod, but I think he has shown that he can play centre midfield and might get opportunities in future. But I don't think Arteta will risk it on Saturday. I think El Nene could get a shout Saturday, uh, Sunday. Sorry, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he was in the starting lineup. It was, it was him and Nelson that both went off on 60 minutes, wasn't it? They were the first two I don't think Nelson. I don't think Nelson will. I don't know. I, just, I, don't, I think he's a bit too... I don't know. He's just a bit wishy-washy for me. He gets a bit... I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sold on him, to be fair. I think he's... Um, he's had so, this promise that everyone thinks he's going to be the next man. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I, don't think he don't, I don't think he'll start Sunday. Uh, right, cool. you'll see who, who start, obviously. Yeah. No, but who who else who else from tonight done themselves a favour to be pushing for a start? So we got Lacazette, anybody no, else? I think the ones Lacazette got a and Elneny. Lacazette and Elneny, I think the two that started tonight have got any possibility of starting on Sunday. Mm. Yeah. Mike? I don't know yeah. if you're screwed out or... Yeah, well, I think um I see in the chat MJ's for the four-two-three-one with uh, Nelson to start on the. Oh, you've got to go. You've got to go. I reckon going right at the lights. Left Hold on. This road. Are you guys there? Yeah, go on. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I think I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Go on. Okay. Carry on. Carry on, Mike. Okay. Um, I do think Nelson does have a, a chance to start because. Pepe's out. Um, I know Pepe was out before and Nelson didn't start. And I saw MJ in the chat put a 4-2-3-1 with Nelson and Saka. I'd put Saka on the left. MJ says he'd be on the right. I'd put Saka on the left, Nelson on the right. I think, like Charlie, Lacazette will probably now start if we're going to uh, play on the front foot and play with a second striker and a 4-2-3-1. I think Elneny was always going to start anyway when he came back because he's better than the uh, Savias and Jacker. Uh, I think it depends on whether we're going to play our 3-4-3 three, three and and protect and go with um, the team that won the FA Cup final and, and actually was the, the better uh, uh, team. Um, but then tonight, you know, you look at that and you think, well, if you're going to play Maitland-Niles and put some athleticism in midfield... You could go at Tottenham and you could play 4-2-3-1. And so I'm not quite so scared. I would say this, though. If he plays 4-2-3-1 and we play Xhaka and Ceballos, forget it. 
Um, he either, and to me, at the same time, to be fair to those two guys, if he does play Jacques Zavice and plays 3 4 3 and sits back, those two are actually proven in that system, sitting deeper, um, that they actually do quite well. It's just when you the game becomes open and expansive, they don't have the athleticism. Um, so, it's, so it becomes pointless. So, um, yeah. Hmm. It's a tricky one, isn't it? It's almost like stick or twist, but I don't think we've got nothing. We've got nothing to lose by going for them, Sunday. I don't think we've got nothing to lose whatsoever. Um, in a way, playing against the Mourinho team, who's going to set out to not lose, not concede, hit us on the break, hopefully get VAR on his side. Uh, I think it might be Mike's in a perversely way, do him a favour if we go out and try and be the aggressors. But that's what I want to see. I want to see the attitude the players come out with tonight. I want to see the attitude that the players come out with tonight and the the industry and the creativity and trying stuff. And if like tonight was more or less a second string team, you've got to hope that, you know, the ones watching I sit, you know, had a good sit down and watch that game tonight, yeah. and sort of know what's really expected of them, really. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, Charlie, yourself, mate, is it stick or twist, Sunday? Do we go for the throat straight away? Is Charlie there? If he is, he's got his mute button on. I, I think it's important that we don't go one nil down early on. Mm. I think that is the most important thing, and um, we need to. It's difficult. I know people want to say, "Go and have a go," and we're 14th in their top. But if we go one nil down early doors, you just know our heads are going to drop. We'll be an uphill challenge. Then Mourinho will sit back and more pick us off with the counter with a pace of Son and people like that. I think we need to play a little bit like we did United away, City away in the semi final, City in the cup, the semi final. We're going to have to play that three at the back. I think. I think we just have to try and plan the counter at first. See how the game goes. I think it's going to be a bit of a chess match with him because you know what Mourinho's like. He's going to be very sort of reserved defensive as well. I think it'd be important to see the game out first half hour, test the ball, see what it's like. And we will get a sniff of some sort early on. We've got to take our chances. We really need a Bamiang or Lacazette. Whoever that first chance falls to, we've got to take it. I know that's a, a lot easier to say that than it actually is done, but Bamiang owes us a goal here, I think. And I think Sunday's a day we'll get it. I, 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 I'm, as mad as it is, I'm quietly confident on Sunday. I've, I've got a funny feeling that I, when when we get out, I've got people in the car going to me now, I'm having a laugh, but I, I ain't. I, I generally feel that it's out, this is the sort of game we, we everyone writes us off, no one's given us an oath. We're going to get something. Yeah, no, fair one. The the answer to that is always not enough. Exactly, Gav. Not enough, Gavin said. <laughs> <laughs> is, your, is your old man in the car, Charlie? My old man is in the car with me, mate. Oh, give, give him my best, Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Best. How you doing? He's good. He's good, mate. He's gone good. back to the football. <laughs> I bet he is. I bet he is. Have a good Christmas, mate. Tell him, Charles. Have a good Christmas, Mark. You too, Mike. You too, and Mike. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Sorry, sorry, Mike. 
yeah. so, like I say, so it, it is just a case of stick or twist, really. I mean, I think Charlie brought out some good points there where the fact that really we've got to get the first goal. Uh, yeah. But it's, 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 does he, I'll set a start with a lineup that can be flexible enough to go from that. And to be honest with you, I even think the, the Lacazette riddle of eight to 10 is a bit of a confusing one, especially if we start the foot like how we did today, where, especially the first half, we had some really great whips. And I think that, I think that might, might, be, might be key really Sunday just to get some real good width on, on them force their wide attacking forwards back a little bit more yeah yeah well here's what I think final thought on on that game um of course the Arsenal fans want to win and we um I suppose we need to win well we don't need to win we take all take a draw probably now but I think that honestly the Arsenal fan base just want to have their hope back. And after seeing that tonight and getting some hope back, whether we win or draw or lose on Sunday, I, from my point of view, I really strongly feel like we would accept whatever result we're given to a point if we felt like we're returning to having hope, not this horseshoe foot, negative football with nobody in the centre of the park and no connector between the defence and uh, I'm in the midfield and, and up front. So if we see some significant progress, just like if so, if we if we see the performance that we saw tonight, forget the score on the performance against Tottenham, regardless of the result, I think everybody would lay off Arteta. They'd be cool with the team because they think, okay, we've now done a 180 and we're we're cool. We're good because we're now moving in the right direction. We didn't necessarily expect to beat Tottenham at White Hart Lane, considering what's going on right now with the league positions. But but that was a very positive performance. So for me, of course, I want three points, but I want a really positive performance. So I think you have no choice. I think you go at them. And I think you go play 4-2-3-1. You play Ainsley, make the Knowles. Or Joe Willock, I play Ainsley, make the Knowles with El Nenny. And I drop Jack and Savias. And, and play Lacazette because he was extremely good tonight and I don't want to knock his confidence. Um, and and I'd make sure the message was positive. Fair, no, fair one. Right. Let's wrap this up, gentlemen, because I have... Uh, it's getting past every, our bedtime over here, Mike. I mean, I know hey. you're, uh, you're up for a few more hours blog writing for Gunnerstown and all that. Uh, yeah. i tell you what, let's go for a score prediction. Charlie? We'll start with you, mate. Charlie, Charlie, uh, and, uh, how many how many in the car, Charlie? Uh, there's three of us left now. Just dropped two off. Right, go on. Give score predictions from the three in the car. Right, Dad, score prediction Sunday. 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, two he's gone for. Oh, he's, gone for a, he's gone for a Desmond. Go on. Andy? 1-1. One, one. One, one. I wanted to say 2-1 Arsenal. But and I'm going to go for 2-1 to the Arsenal. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on two one, Charlie. Mike, I'm with Charlie's dad on two two. I think Arsenal will actually go ahead, and then they'll get pegged back. Um, but I just want a positive performance, please. I think that's yeah. most important, Mike. You just you just touched on it, mate. I think if we go there and we put in a decent performance, I know we all want to win and we want to get a result. But as long as you see the improvement and 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 at least a little bit of fight in that team. 
I think that's all people can knock for. I mean, as people ain't going to want to hear this, but Tottenham ain't got a bad side. Okay, they've got a lot of options. They've, they've made some good signings in the summer. They're a tough team to beat. They are going to be tough to beat. And we are a little bit jaded. I think, I think we're two, two or three players away from really competing. But if we can go there, it's a derby day. Form goes out the window. It's all about heart and desire. If we go there and put that in, there's nothing stopping us getting that win. I'm telling you. No, I, I don't, like I say, I don't think there's much between us, to be fair. I really don't. I just think they've uh, been playing together a little bit longer and a little bit more organised uh, at times. I'm, like I say, I'm, I'm going 2 1 with you, Charlie. Uh, anyway, gents, it's been a pleasure. I hope you and uh, uh, the family and your mates enjoyed tonight, Charlie. Yeah, it's great, guys. Thank you. Hopefully, you'll be back soon. Uh, pleasure speaking to you, Mike, as always. Cheers, guys. And Cheers, uh, uh, we'll speak soon. Up the Arsenal. Up the Arsenal. How are you, Gunners? See you later, guys. See you later. Bye bye. Paul was going to slaughter me for that one one job tonight. He really.